0: listening to Read Around the Rose, the podcast full of perose.
1: We are just two best friends who love murder mysteries and dystopian novels while drinking wine, because that's just what we do. This is the book club podcast that
0: you You never never knew you wanted. I'm Nicole. And I'm Megan. And today we are going to talk about Six Years by Harlan Coben.
1: But before we dive there, let's talk about this beautiful bottle of wine that I have right here, super chilly, ready to be poured. <laughs> it is a 2027 Sauvignon Blanc Outer Sounds. It's from New Zealand. Pretty cool. Nice. And here we go. A stretch of water known as the Outer Sounds leads from the sea drowned valleys of the Marbar... In the mystical wine country of New Zealand, (laughs) invigorated by such treasured territory, this crisp Sauvignon Blanc delivers tropical notes of guava, gooseberry, and passion fruit.
0: It sounds delicious.
1: It's only, you know, 12 and 12, not 12 and a
0: half, 12.6. Slightly over the 12 and a half.
1: So, I mean, that (laughs) means it's just good, right? Mm -hmm, It should be. And it's a not a, we get to crack it today. Nice. (laughs) So, we didn't have to bring our fancy (laughs) wine key, wine popper, wine opener, wine
0: opener. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's easy breezy.
1: All right. You got to get them even, you know. Down to the very last drop. Well, hold on. Oh,
0: oh, get it. Get it right out of the bottle. There you go. (laughs) The last three drops in my mouth. Hey, this is delicious. That was pretty sexy. I have to say so
1: myself. Well, thanks. (laughs) And
0: we clink and drink. We got to go back to the glass for our clinks. This does keep it colder longer, the steel cups, but I mean...
1: Oh, yeah. The clinky sound sounds better with glass. The the clink is just so beautiful with the glass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what is six years all about?
0: All right. Here is the synopsis. And per use, it's coming from Goodreads.com. Six Years by Harlan Coben. Harlan Coben, the master of domestic suspense, returns with a standalone thriller, in the vein of number one bestsellers Hold Tight, Caught, and Stay Close that explores the depth and passion of a lost love and the secrets and lies at its heart. Six years have passed since Jake Fisher watched Natalie. In the love of his life, marry another man. Six years of hiding a broken heart by throwing himself into his career as a college professor. Six years of keeping his promise to leave Natalie alone and six years of tortured dreams of her life with her new husband, Todd. But six years haven't come close to extinguishing his feelings, and when Jake comes across Todd's obituary, he can't keep himself away from the funeral. There he gets a, there he gets the glimpse of Todd's wife he's hoping for. But she's not Natalie. Whoever the mourning widow is, she's been married to Todd for more than a decade, and with that fact, everything Jake thought he knew about the best time of his life a time he has never gotten over, is turned completely inside out. As Jake searches for the truth, his picture-perfect memories of Natalie begin to unravel. Mutual friends of the couple either can't be found or don't remember Jake. No one has seen Natalie in years. Jake's search for the woman who broke his heart and who lied to him soon puts his very life at risk as it dawns on him that the man he has become may be based on carefully constructed fiction. Carlin Coben once again delivers a shocking page-turner that deftly explores the power of past love and the secrets and lies that such love can hide. Dun, dun, dun.
1: dun. That description was extremely long for
0: a very short book.
1: (laughs) Right. There's been books that are like, I don't know, like 14 hours long, Uh and the description's like Uh (laughs) and that one's like super elaborate and literally tells you almost everything about the book
0: it was so wordy you had to keep taking deep breaths to like continue (laughs) it was
1: kind of like one of those
0: where you're like is it over yet (laughs) am i still reading but um anyways all right so i guess we're gonna try and get into this um full disclosure i listened to it and i attempted to come up with questions as i was listening and i I just wasn't being very inspired to write questions. You want me to go ahead and start?
1: Sure. I have lots of questions. Yeah. That I did um, probably a couple hours ago because I was also very uninspired and came up with something on the fly. Okay, so cool. here we go. <laughs> so what did you think of Jake and his still continuous obsession with Natalie and that others throughout the book just accepted
0: it? I thought it was weird. Like. Okay, when he saw the obituary of Todd, which is what sparked all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I guess I could understand a curiosity and a, like, uh, well, oh, let's see what's going on in her life. But even if, if he had gone to the funeral and Nat- Natalie was the widow and it wasn't Delia, um, like, what were you going to do? Hit on her at the funeral? And he even, like, really tried to rationalize it with
1: himself. And he was, like, thinking back and forth about it, like, Okay, I know we had a promise, but now that he's dead, I guess the promise technically yeah, he, is null and void, so I'm just yeah. I'm just going to go anyways.
0: Yeah, he was like I promised to leave. She said promise to leave us alone. And he really hung on to the the semantics of that. He's yeah. like, "Hey, there's no more us or them, so technically I kept my promise, so now I can Now I need to get in touch with Natalie, but I just think it was even if Natalie had been the true widow it would have been so creepy tacky to like show up at a funeral and be like hey I'm back in your life now you can be with me because your husband just died but even then like throughout the book which kind of like was a little strange
1: to me mm-hmm. was every time like he went through the shit he went through mm-hmm. be like oh it's because of my lost love and everyone yeah. was like ah makes sense yep mm-hmm it's cool that you're still in love with her man like
0: Fuck yeah. Yeah, I think I, if it were us, I would hope that we would tell each other, like, dude, it's been six years. Like, move on with your life. Like, you can't keep holding on to the thought that, you know, you think she's absolutely the one and living your life that way. Like, you need to move forward. Like, she left you for another man. Or make it your excuse for what you do. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh it's, it's because
1: I love her and I'm trying to find her. Well cool, but And they they only knew
0: each other for what, like a week or two?
1: It wasn't very long, no, not at
0: all. It However was at long re- his retreat it was that was, a retreat, so But like, they didn't tell us the exact time frame of how long the retreat was. I guess just thinking back I movie context clues, if if I had to give a good guess, maybe a summer I would be the longest. Yeah, maybe time a few frame. months. I feel like two to three months would be the longest time frame. Yeah. So it's anywhere from like a week to three months. That's not that long. No.
1: It was just – it was a great concept for the book.
0: Yeah. But if I'm thinking more
1: relating it to real life, that's going to be a pretty fictional thing to happen because as as us human beings, we tend to try to move on. Yeah. And if you don't move on, you're not as functioning as well as he did in the book. Exactly. Being a professor and having – just that stability, how his office mm-hmm. hours, the closeness with his students, there'd be something a little bit more off if yeah.
0: he was suffering that much. I think maybe one of the reasons I was uninspired was because, and and I love Harlan Coben. Most of his books, I love. Yeah. This one just seemed too too unrealistic.
1: Unrealistic. And the ending was so beyond happy that everything that happened throughout the book, uh-huh. you're like, well... Huh, okay. <laughs> and there were <was> just some <laughs> elements added in. You're like, oh, they just added the mafia to the book.
0: What the fuck? Yeah, it just okay. kept getting, like, a little bit more and more ridiculous. So some of the questions I did write down, I was like, so Delia was Todd's wife? What happened to Natalie? Is it the right Todd? I was, like, going through all these questions. So I think people asked him in the book. Yeah. Um. And then I'd be like... Most of my questions that I wanted to write down were just, what's going on? What the fuck? Yeah. What's happening? Who was this person? Like, it was just... You were just in the moment. There's no way to predict anything about this book. It was too it crazy. It was unpredictable too all over the place. Okay. I think I do actually have a question here for you. Okay. All right. Benedict brought up a good point. Whether or not this is the correct Todd, whether or not he's dead, shouldn't matter. Natalie left him regardless what makes Jake think she'd want him back in her life? Great question. I mean, he has hadn't hasn't
1: had any contact with her in six years. Yeah, the title <laughs> of the book. So, I mean, great question. How how does he know if he were to find her? Is she gonna welcome him with open arms? And like you said a minute ago, well, if she is a widow, is she gonna want to even see him at her husband's right funeral? He would
0: be grieving and mourning and like not just instantly fall into the arms of a man you had a summer fling with and then married someone else to get away from yeah <laughs> so he had a great point but i don't think it's, i don't know it was it was just a little crazy and obsessive very obsessive very obsessive in a like unhealthy way <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> it's unhealthy to the point he took a picture of her because she didn't want pictures taken of her asleep, uh-huh. and he kept just that picture. And he started showing people it, and they're like, "But why are why, eyes closed? Why is she
0: asleep? <laughs> yeah, like creeper. her."
1: Anyways, um, <laughs> what were your thoughts on Todd being married to
0: Natalie? Did you have any idea what was going on? I had no idea what was going on. Um, as soon as that he showed up to the funeral, and it was Delia instead of Natalie. I was like, huh? Like, did (laughs) did you have the right person? Yeah, I was like, maybe it's not the right Todd.
1: I thought that for, like, the longest time, too, until, well, the painting in Delia's house, and you're like, oh, shit, no, it is the right Todd, but... Right. But why is he always so cleanly shaven Mm -hmm. with his wife, and that's never, ever seen any stubble on his face, ever, but then in the wedding, he looked completely
0: different? yeah. Maybe he d- maybe that was on purpose. Well, he was supposed to be like overseas on one of his like doctor reconstructive uh, cosmetic yeah and um, plastic surgery kind of deal. Right. So he was supposed to be out of town. So maybe he had enough time to grow some facial hair to look slightly different in his fake wedding with Natalie. Sure. I don't know. Now I did at some point ask if Natalie was in witness protection. Mm. like I didn't quite understand why or I had a I didn't understand the logistics yet, but the elusiveness of everything. I did go like, is she in witness protection?
1: Kind of thought that, but I also thought there's something like real shady going on for mm-hmm. her to completely disappear. But then as soon as the cops were trying to find her, I was like, wait what what what, what is going on? Yeah, you're
0: like, what is happening? All right, let's see. um. All right, so I wrote this question, I put in parentheses, I guess, just for some context. Um, after his interaction with Cookie. Yeah. But what the fuck is up with the people in this town and the retreat? Was it all fake six years ago? Some kind of setup? What were your thoughts? Um, uh, It kind of seemed like it was just
1: fake. Or like it was something that was just then, at that time period.
0: And maybe everyone forgot. I mean, it was. But six years is like, it's a long time, but it's not that long ago. Like if you worked at a retreat six years ago, you would know. Or if you
1: saw someone every single day and you knew them by name. Yeah. So there was definitely something shady going on, but there was no way
0: to even predict. And that you introduced them to the love of his life. Like you would remember that person. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But then Cookie even then was being so evasive. And she was just like, like, I, I see a lot of people like, dude, like move on.
0: Yeah. But,
1: I mean, that was obviously for a purpose, and mm-hmm. he started making a big stink about it, and that's how he got himself into this big-ass mess. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, after Cookie and all of that, he goes back to um, wherever the fuck his college is. <laughs> and so um, there's a man in his room mm-hmm. waiting for him, and then they like, you're mm-hmm. coming with me. And so um, as soon as his student, Barry, got punched... What did you think was
0: going to happen next? Um well, I thought for sure he was just going to go ahead and get kidnapped or whatever. Um I still didn't understand why. Like I, one of my questions just like a fleeting thought, not like a legit yeah. <laughs> question was like, who the fuck is this Natalie? Like why is she such a big deal? <laughs> why is Are all these people looking for her? And why is the fact that he is looking for her such a... Like, oh my god, now we must kill him. Like, it was... I was just like... Who is she? The the queen of England or something? (laughs) Like, why is this... Why is she so important? (laughs) Causing all this fucking mayhem. (laughs) I didn't get it. But when Barry got punched... And then, you know, they were going to threaten... I'm going to just keep shooting students... Until you just come with us. I mean, obviously, he had no choice but to go. Yeah. But I, I, obvious, it was kind of obvious that, like, if he came back to
1: the university, all of that was going to get blamed on him.
0: Exactly. As soon
1: as it happened, I was just like, oh, no, now he's going to have to deal with it. It wasn't him that did it.
0: Mm-hmm. But if
1: somehow, like, Jake gets back there, he's fucked. Yeah. So as soon as, like, the university was like, it's all your fault. Mm-hmm. You were drunk and you had some strange. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, like my note was just, of course they would blame it on him.
0: Yeah. The, pre- predictable, honestly. And the whole surveillance, there's surveillance, but somehow the other people were not in the surveillance. You only see Jake. Like that made zero sense.
1: They were all right there. And it's not like Jake is a big umbrella covering everyone yeah. up. So definitely, really
0: strange. And then, okay. So after he gets abducted, and then he manages to kill Otto. Yeah. The bigger dude. Um, like the the van gets in a wreck because he first kicks the driver. Yeah. And then he, um, manages to kill, Otto, by literally crushing his esophagus. Uh huh. And. So the van gets wrecked. I imagine. I think he said it flipped or something. Yeah, because that's how his hand,
1: like his arm, his arm was over his neck. Yeah. So like gravity and
0: everything like helped him crush Otto's neck. Um, Then he gets out and he tumbles tumbles down like a hill. And then the cops find him, and he's like, "This just happened." Blah 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 blah. Why was the wreckage disappeared so quickly? Good question. how did you not go up and see, like, oh, there was a wreck. He's telling the truth. Like the cops just automatically didn't believe. There was him. a lot
1: of um very strange cop just things in this yeah. book in general. <laughs> which goes back to like obviously like this could never happen in real life. Yeah. I would hope
0: it wouldn't. I was like, how was that wreck cleaned up so fast? Or just like, oh, you're just drunk. That's it. Uh-huh. Oh, you just admitted you killed a man? Oh, mm. we're not going to go up that hill and do any investigation. We're just going to We just found you word. down here at the bottom of the hill. We're just listening to you, and that's all the police work I'm going to do. <laughs> but later, it's going to bite you in the butt, because you said uh-huh. that you killed a man.
1: Right. So now, who'd you kill? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Um... Going with what we were just talking about. mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, Did you expect the cops to arrest Jake after he had admitted to killing someone? And then what did you think was going to happen to him once he was arrested?
0: I was just dumbfounded by the whole thing. I don't think I had any, like... It was really weird, right? Yeah. The way like... they tracked him down to arrest him
1: was strange.
0: Wait, are we still talking about the the hill, or are we talking later when like he was later, at the... like when he was like legit arrested because of the hill oh, incident? Oh, when he was at Natalie's sister's house. Yeah, but even then, like
1: they were on to him, and he had to like yeah get different phones and
0: uh huh went to that motel. Yeah, I yeah. I just don't know why they were tracking him down so much when they didn't even believe he had actually killed anybody. But then they did. But then they did believe, but they didn't have any proof. And then instead of
1: (laughs) blaming him, they connected it to Natalie Mm -hmm. and wanted him to tell them where Natalie was?
0: And he had no idea, and no one would believe him that he didn't know. Because it's the love of his life, Nicole. You have to know, and it's the love of your life.
1: Huh? All right.
0: (laughs) So that was it. So I'm sensing that we both didn't really care for this book.
1: I liked I liked it in the moment. I thought it was like a good like storytelling book. It was quick read. So it's only like six hours if you want to go listen to it. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It's just now thinking back to what I listened to. It was to, so ridiculous. Very it just it's not plausible. It was so over the top. Just the too many elements were added and crammed too quickly together. Yeah. Like the book had You know, this organization, this not this organization that like the fresh start, fresh start, and then it had the next element of the mafia Mm -hmm. that was really
0: strange. And there were so many people that like just went missing or who were murdered, and they all were randomly connected back to the college that he works at. And it was just, it was
1: too much. Like, I like a good detailed book, but uh this was
0: a lot. I think because it was a short book, he tried to ch- cram in way too much in a short period of time.
1: There's just you could have elaborated and like added more. The
0: synopsis was really long.
1: <laughs> which is so funny because that literally explained the entire book. Like you don't even need to listen to the yeah. book. The synopsis <laughs> that that's it. It doesn't really leave you a whole lot to like figure out. Yeah. And what I try to do now is I try not to read the previews of the like I know we do to like make our list our book. of books. Mm-hmm. But right before I listened to it, I don't remember quite what it was about, but I yeah. don't go read it because... I don't go back and read it either. I want to know, and then you read them, I'm like, oh, fuck, that is the entire book. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I literally don't have any other questions. All right. So, anyways,
1: <laughs> um, did you expect Benedict to be part of the Fresh Start organization?
0: No, that was just another extra weird detail. Like, why? Why did he need to be a part of that? Why couldn't he... Just be the friend. Just be the friend. Like, did he being a part of that, um, add to the book? I mean, was there a no, no reason?
1: No. Uh, well, the, the the only ultimate reason was because the picture he kept in his wallet. would be like his lost love. Him his, and Jake connected on the their lost loves.
0: Okay, but that really didn't add much to the story. No, but the cyanide pills,
1: like oh, Fresh Start, that. is so intense that like, people find out about your organization. You
0: take cyanide and you kill yourself. Yeah, you're helping people get a fresh start, but if someone finds out about it, you have to kill yourself. That sucks. It doesn't seem worth it. When Jake saw the
1: cabin from Nat- Natalie's painting, did you have any predictions of what was going to happen next to the, towards the end of the book?
0: No, but I did love, um, I love that that finally came into like, play. Because it play. Was, came up so much. Yeah, the painting came up a lot, and he, it moved him all the time. So to see that it was actually like a real cabin and he got to see it. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I knew that the guy inside was gonna be dead. It was also very predictable that Natalie was gonna be the one to save him. Uh-huh, It was very predictable when, when they were fighting or whatever and he was trying to escape, and then you're, he was like, I'm not, I wasn't alone. Someone was there to help me. I'm like, oh, there's Natalie. She showed up. Like <laughs> it was just so predictable. And then, do we just want to get into the... Uh,
1: I mean, my last question is, were you surprised by Natalie's big secret?
0: No. I wasn't...
1: I predicted it as soon as they said that, like, the mafia was looking for her and the police. Mm -hmm. I'm like, she fucking killed him.
0: Yeah. So, it just... uh, It was too predictable. It was too... Too much. Too much. Too soon. Too fast. Um... Yeah, I didn't leave a lot of room for, like, deep, thoughtful no. questions, you know? And,
1: and usually I try to come up with, like, some sort of philosophical questions to make us deeply think. All right. And this one just... I uh, had a really hard time. <laughs> obviously,
0: I did, too. Like, I have two pages of notes, and only I only had, like, two actual questions in there. Yeah. And I thought I could come back and, like... Bring something more? Think about a different <laughs> question. And I was like, I just don't have... It just kind of... I don't know. It was like it was a good like if yeah. that, if it was just like a if we weren't doing the podcast for this book, it's a good, quick, easy, entertaining listen.
1: Yeah, but not quite one that I'd want to go back and reread
0: in any no, capacity. But trying to do a book discussion over it, very difficult. Yes. <laughs> um. So, um, what would
1: you do? What would you? It's like a what would you do? But would mm-hmm. you be able to live? With the fact that you knew your partner committed a crime, but they haven't admitted
0: it to you, but you know and they know all of that? If the circumstances were like okay, so in her her circumstance she killed the guy because he killed her dad. It was like revenge. Yeah. And I don't think he was a very good guy, obviously. Now it's on it's her fault that she Ch- chose to kill the son of a mafia leader and that she was legit on the run t- because of the mafia uh-huh <laughs> but if i knew that they had committed a crime for good reason i think i could overlook it okay if it was just they did it and they're just getting away with it and they did it just because they can and just because they wanted to like then if it was like a malicious reason like that's different yeah but like the self-defense or like he killed my he killed my dad now i'm killing him to like get revenge not that that's okay but in the realm of this book i could probably overlook it <laughs> and then um lastly at, uh, at what point
1: do you give
0: up looking
1: it, it was six years At what point do you do you stop and after then all the, this shit he went through.
0: After the funeral, I would have stopped. Yeah. When I showed up and the widow was not who I was expecting it to be, I would have been like, must have been the wrong person. Done. Going back to my job. But even <laughs> then, he wasn't moved on, so. But fair. Uh, like I definitely would not have put that much more stock into anything. I would not have. Had all my friends and connections look into different things and whatever just because something fell off to you for a person you only knew for a couple months.
1: Yeah, but then I guess it all paid off in the end. You know, a year later, she's seven months pregnant. They're both in witness protection.
0: Oh, yeah. Now they're truly in witness protection and not the fresh start version. Which I'm very (laughs) curious
1: of how – I like, I understand how he got witness protection. Mm -hmm. How did she get in the program if all the police wanted to do was talk to her about everything that went on? So, like, did she lie to them or they overlook it? I have
0: no idea.
1: man. That wasn't wrapped up very well in my opinion. Beautiful ending. I wrote, like, the the comments were like, oh, it was like a happy, aw, ending, Mm -hmm. but not – a realistic
0: ending. I don't know. Yeah. I just have like one, what would you do? Yeah. So what would you do if your best friend held a gun to your head after you discovered their secret? Obviously, we wouldn't <laughs> be best friends anymore. Um,
1: I mean, what can I do at that point? If you're holding a gun to my head, I'm going to try to talk my way out of it. And then
0: they... Talk you down. And then they like... He goes, Oh I, I'm supposed to kill you because you learned my secret, but now I'm not going to because I love you too much. And then they just go about normal. So this day. is like if
1: I were to, I'd have to take this cyanide pill. Yeah. And then first start is this, this, this and this. I'll just tell you everything now that you know.
0: Yeah, it was just Yeah. Well, I think this is a short one because Well, that was that, y'all. We got, so you're welcome nothing. we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but w- what do we got going on next week, Nicole? Ooh. So this actually is the last episode of 2020. Oh, Yep. That was like... Did you not realize that?
1: I didn't, but that was like a womp womp book, 10-2020. Oh, well,
0: you know what? It goes right along with the whole year, so we're sorry. Uh not a realistic <laughs> year. This year seemed like a fiction. Like, yep, you're right, you're right. You know, that was kind of a shitty episode for kind of a shitty year, <laughs> but <laughs> next one will be fun. Yeah. The next one's going to be fun. So it will be the first episode of 2021. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to do like a new year's bonus. So we're going to talk about um, maybe some of our goals and resolutions, not necessarily for the podcast. I think we've talked about that in the past, but just for like ourselves personally, things that maybe we're looking forward to for the next year. Yeah. Um, And because that will probably be short, we might throw in some scary stories for you, too. We'll just have to see how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but where can they find us?
1: Yes, of course. So you can find us at Read Around the Rose Instagram, Read Around the Rose at gmail.com, Read Around the Rose on Facebook. And then if you have Apple Podcasts, make sure you go find us. Give us five stars. Rate, review us. All yep. of that, you know, share out the love of books. Mm-hmm. It may have been an interesting, non-usual year, but, you know, we can share the love of reading with those around us. So share the love, comment that you love us, and, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's cool.
0: Yes, all of that. Um, Until then. Bye-bye. Bye. Yay!